You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're listening to episode 75 of the Blended Family Podcast. Today's topic is about bringing a new baby into the blended family. But before we start, I just have a few quick things I want to talk about. This is the last week to submit a review if you want to be entered in for a chance to win a $20 Amazon gift card. I will be choosing a winner actually the first week of May because I know that sometimes when you submit a review, it takes a few days to show up. You're good as long as you submit before the end of April. It's very simple to do. And if you can't figure out how to do it from the podcast app, just go on your computer to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash iTunes. That will take you to my podcast on iTunes. Then you're going to click view in iTunes. Then you'll click ratings and reviews. And last, click the little box that says write a review. I know that you're all so busy and I'm asking you to take time out of your day to do this for me, but it really does help me. The more reviews I have in iTunes, the more noticeable I'll be so that other people can find the show. I love helping blended families and I want to be able to help as many as I can. The latest review is from Java Queen 4, who is entered into the contest now. She says, this podcast is where the rubber meets the road for blended families. It is honest and candid. The experts brought on are relevant. I like how dads are included in the conversation too. Struggles are discussed peppered with joy. I've learned so much from listening. This is a must listen if you are embarking on a blended family journey. Thank you so much for that review, Java Queen 4. And thank you to anyone else who is willing to submit a review. It makes my heart sing when I see your reviews. The other thing I want to mention again, I am going to be interviewing Amy, Sean's ex-wife, for the upcoming Mother's Day special. We were supposed to have already done it, but we pushed it out a little closer to the holiday. If there are any questions you want to ask her or ask us together, please go ahead and send them to me at Melissa at Blended Family Podcast so she can answer them on the show. Out of all of my episodes, This is the one I'm most excited about, and I think you are all going to love it. So try to send in those questions right away for me. Okay, that's all. Let's get into the topic. Bringing a new baby into the blended family is something I haven't addressed yet. I think there was a question in the Facebook group about it a long time ago. By the way, to join in the conversations there, it's free and it's private. Just go to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. Anyway, I also had this come up with one of my clients I clean for. Her ex has had a new baby and her son was feeling ignored over there. So it got me to thinking and I figured it might be a good idea to talk about here on the show. Some of you might be thinking, no way, there's no way I'm even thinking of bringing in another child. Maybe you already have your hands full. That's how it was with Sean and I. Between us, the four kids always felt like more than enough. And although we didn't get to share that experience together, you know, of having a child together, we also know that we wouldn't want to start over right now. 
But there are many of you who will want that experience with your new partner. Maybe because one of you has not had biological children of your own and others of you just because you want to have that child or children together. Making that decision might be easy or it might be hard. And that's not really what I'm focusing on in today's show. I will say that it's something you shouldn't enter into lightly, which is what I would say to anyone thinking of having a baby. With the blended family, as always, you're going to run into some extra challenges along the way, so you really should think about it and make sure it's something you both truly want. Do I think you should consult the kids about it? Personally, my opinion, no, and I'll tell you why. You may not get the answer you want to hear. And do we want to be consulting our children, asking permission to do the things we want to do? There are definitely ways that we need to handle this with our kids, and we're going to talk about that today. But no, I don't believe in asking our children permission to do something as huge as have a child. It is important to take their feelings into consideration when making your decision because they are a part of the family and they will be affected by this new addition to the family. Remember, there's not always going to be a negative reaction. Sometimes the children will be overjoyed about the idea of a pregnancy. You have to know your kids, and I'm sure you all could guess right away, right now, at each of your child's reaction to a pregnancy announcement. So think about that for a moment. If you are in the planning phase here, think of each child and how they would react to the news. If you can envision any of your kids having a negative reaction, It doesn't mean that you should put the brakes on. It's just important to know so you can know how to manage them. So what are the defining factors on whether or not bringing in a new baby will be looked at as a positive or negative thing? Well, there are some things that you should look at here. Number one, what are the ages of the children involved? Age plays a huge role here. And it's tricky too because It doesn't necessarily fit in a mold. Young children might be more jealous as it's looked at as competition for them, but at the same time, they are easier to adapt to these things. Older teens may feel annoyed at a new addition because they don't want to have to help, or they might be indifferent since they're involved kind of with things in their own life now. And kids that are kind of in the middle, well, they can be super excited about all of it, or they might hate it if they're thrust in a middle child position. So as much as age plays a role, it will also depend on each family's individual dynamics, but it will play a role. Number two, what are your custody arrangements? If the child lives with you, will they feel ignored when a new baby arrives, as in the case of my client? Or if they only visit with you, will they feel left out of a new situation that causes them jealousy? So you definitely want to look at what the schedule is like and determine how you think that will affect the child or the children involved. And number three, most importantly, what is the relationship like between everyone involved? So the relationship between bio parent and their own bio kids and step parent and step kids. It's obvious that if there's tension there or people are not getting along, then a new baby comes in, someone might feel slighted. If a stepchild doesn't feel love from their step-parent, but then they see their step-parent having so much love for their new child, well, it's going to create an issue. So these are all things that you need to look at. And 
these are just some of the things you want to take notice of. Again, it's it's not to make the decision for you, but if you know the dynamics and what's going on, you can make sure to work on these things to make a transition as smooth as possible for everyone involved. So if you're at the place where you've made the decision to add to your blended family, the next step is to tell the kids. Some of you may choose to wait until you're very pregnant and far along, and others choose to say something before that when you're actively trying to get pregnant. And that's a choice that you'd make similarly when you're bringing a second baby into a traditional home. Totally up to you. You've got to know your kids too. Again, like if you think it will be hard for you to get pregnant, you may want to hold off saying anything so your child doesn't have to worry about it so soon. You have to weigh that out. But I do think you need to tell your children. And when I say that, I mean you together, not another family member or friend. And I would do it before you're nine months pregnant, which is pretty obvious. Maybe when you're starting to show around four or five months. And if you're worried about a negative reaction, don't make it a somber, serious conversation. Kids pick up on your body language and your tone. So if you want them to be excited, then you be excited. Make it a special occasion. Make it sound exciting and joyous. Celebrate with cake or an ice cream. Include them in the announcements too. So maybe send out postcards to family and friends announcing the pregnancy with your children included on that announcement. This way they they feel part of it all. The more you include them, the less likely it'll be that they react badly. So next, preparation. There is a waiting period, and even if it's only months before the baby's arrival, that can seem like an eternity to a child. We know as adults what we need to do to prepare for the baby, but now we want to make sure that the other children are prepared as well. So again, involve them in preparations. If you're fixing up the baby's room, let them help you. Let them shop with you to choose the baby's items, or if there is a baby shower, include them in that. And the other thing you want to do is educate them. Some of them may have already had a younger sibling, but some may have no idea what to expect. They might be nervous, never having been around a baby. There are age-appropriate books you can get for them, but mostly just talk with them and allow them to ask you whatever questions they have. You want to tell them what to expect when you go to have the baby and what to expect when the baby comes home so there won't be any surprises. Okay, so now you've done all the preparation, you have the baby and you're ready to come home. What now? First of all, recognize that just because you have all prepared doesn't mean everything is going to be perfect. And it doesn't mean that everything is going to run smoothly A child can feel one way before a baby's arrival, but then feel completely different when the baby is actually there. So don't worry, that's all normal. If your child displays a completely different reaction than you thought or hoped, just talk about it with them. You should be talking about things anyway. Talking about the baby before its arrival is great, but when the baby actually is here, it can crop up all kinds of new feelings. So check in with your child to see how they're feeling. I would also recommend continuing to include the older children with baby-related things. 
it will make them feel important. If you ask them to help you with feedings or diaper changes, they'll feel needed and that will give them a sense of security. You want to also make sure that their needs are being met. You are going to be tired, but you still need to make sure you have some kind of energy for the other children. You don't need to go out and do anything crazy. If you're tired, you can lay and watch a movie with an older child or read them a book. Once in a while, have your partner watch the baby and take an older child out for a walk or on an errand or go for an ice cream. There are little things you can do to show your older child that even though things have changed, you will still make time for them. Believe me, it's as simple as just listening to them talk when they come home from school. They just need to know that even though a new baby is here, they still matter to you. And it's hard because right now the infant is so cute and perfect while an older child may feel like, well, maybe they're getting in trouble at home or at school and they might not feel quite as special as that perfect baby. Silly to us, very real to them. So remind them of the special privileges they have as an older child, the things that they get to do, like sleep over at a friend's house or do things independently. You know your child and so you'll know what it is that they need individually and what it is that makes them feel special. It's also very, very important that the step-parent shows love to the stepchild through this. Most bio kids, well, they know their bio parent loves them, but they're going to question more the love from their step-parent, especially when that step-parent has a new bio baby of their own. Does that make sense? So it's essential to show equal love to all of the children in the blended family home because when a child feels love, they will feel like their needs are being met. Never force a child to have feelings they don't feel. Don't get angry with them if they're jealous or if at first they don't want anything to do with the baby. Some children have a hard time and if you push them before they're ready, things won't go well. Give them time, give them space, but never ignore it either. If they have negative feelings, you need to discuss it. If you show anger, they won't talk to you about it, so you've got to encourage them to open up and share their feelings. Usually once your child has a chance to develop their own feelings about the baby, when they know it's not being forced on them, they end up falling in love with their new sibling. It's hard not to fall in love with a new baby. Now, when you raise this new child, you want to keep the boundaries and rules and structure the same as the others. And this does get tricky. As we've talked about, it's important to have already been doing that if you had kids from two sides before. But we know that it's difficult when you're dealing with exes and two different households. So sometimes we can't control for all of that. And then now we have a child with our partner where we can do things exactly as we want. But you still have to remember that if you want peace in the house, you've got to try and raise the new child as close as possible to the same structure as the other children. And if you don't, there can be resentment among all the children as they get older. So just to go over things again, what to do or consider when bringing a new baby into your blended family. You want to obviously first 
make the decision by weighing some of the factors I told you about. Then you need to tell the kids, prepare them, communicate with them, and meet their needs. What we didn't talk about yet is how do you deal with the exes? Should we even care how they feel? Do we need to tell them? Well, I think yes, they need to know. They don't need to be the first on your list. But you know, as soon as you tell the kids, the news will be out. I recommend telling your ex right before you tell the children because I do feel it should come from you and not your kids. And once either of them know, they'll probably be talking about it. Be prepared for the ex to get jealous. Of course, this is not always the case. It really depends on all the circumstances of the divorce and lots of other factors, but it is a possibility. Remember that jealousy on their part is not your problem. It's theirs. It's something that they need to work through and you don't want it to ruin the excitement you and your partner share right now with a new baby. The ex or exes, well, they'll get over it and they'll move on. Your main concern is that an ex is not feeding your child information that can hurt, such as telling your child, hey, once the baby comes, you won't be getting any attention. You know, things like that. As we know, we can't control our exes, but we can talk to our children as much as possible so it can kind of counteract the damage an ex is trying to do. So that's what I have for you today. I truly believe the key to this, to growing your family, is to treat all of the children with the same love and devotion, no matter who they were born to. If all of the children feel special, feel love, you can have the most beautiful blended family. It is possible, and so many of you are already doing it. So to my listeners who have already successfully added a new bio child to your blended family home, I'd love for you to write in with any tips that you found made things easier for you and your family. You can comment on the show notes on the website page, you can email me, or you can post in the Facebook group. Don't forget, you can also always leave me a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash blended family podcast. I'd love to hear how you make it work. Don't forget to submit your iTunes review to enter into the drawing for the $20 Amazon gift card. You don't have much time left. You only have the rest of this week. Deadline is April 30th. Next week, I'm bringing you an interview with author Jody Womack, whose book is called Get Momentum. I think you're going to find the show really valuable. So have a great, great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.